We are soul sisters. Walk alongside us as we take you through this journey of sisterhood. Join me, Jenna Urban. And me, Tara Machaco, as we walk in each other's shoes and explore our very different lives. Grab your soul sister to listen and laugh as we share stories of family, work, and small personal disasters. We're We're not perfect, but but nobody nobody is. All right, we are back with another episode of Soul Sisters, and we are actually relocated (laughs) to a new studio. (laughs) So welcome to our new studio um, in my garage now. (laughs) A little bit different. I'm kind of disappointed that Michelle, our guest, has... Did not get to see the bedroom studio. I know. I know. Well, she's seen it. I mean, I've seen the bedroom. She's heard the recordings from it. (laughs) Um, So we are moving up a little bit in the world. And yes, we have uh, Michelle Polito with us today. Michelle is the owner of Electric City Suites. And also, also, she is the owner of Hyde. NYC handbags. And we're going to talk with Michelle. Michelle is our cousin. So um, she knows the craziness that Tara and I have experienced, uh, you know, through sports, through life, through childhood. And she's lived many of the stories that we've talked about in the past. So welcome, Michelle. Thanks. It's fun to be here. I'm excited. Well, Michelle and Jenna actually have probably have a lot more stories because you guys being the same age and be, having gone through a lot more together. So I think it's a month fun. apart. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Right. Michelle's older. Um, always be like three and a half weeks older. But yeah, so before who's we started, <laughs> who's counting now? So before we started recording, you know, we were talking about you know obviously Michelle owns a candy company, and we were talking about Halloween. Times were so different. Oh. We, like there were, we did so many different things 20 years ago than anybody would be able to get away with doing right now. Oh yeah. Like totally. Like, well, yeah, I mean, but, we used to go trick or treating to like, you know, we would go to people's houses, not worried about what they're giving us. And now as a parent, I'm like, okay, let me search everybody's bag to make sure there's nothing <laughs> bad in it. But we didn't think about that. Like we didn't go, to, and we, we went trick or treating probably until we were in high school too. Don't you right. think? I still oh, go yeah. trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us do. But like going to, going up to somebody's door, you didn't like think like, oh my God, what's in that Reese's peanut butter cup? You just ate it. No, but <laughs> we also knew everybody. Like nowadays, sometimes I open the door and I'm like, oh, hi, uh, you don't look familiar. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm from like three towns over. I'm like, oh, okay. I heard just, you have the good candy. Right. I heard you have the good candy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, talking about good candy because there are, you know, there's a couple in our neighborhood that give full size candy. So like we have, we go to, we make sure that we hit like four or five houses that the kids know before we go into Swinnick. Yeah. They know, like, listen, you get, if you give good candy out, if you get full size candy, you are the bomb. Wow. That's wow. expensive. Yes, expensive. right? Let Michelle know what the houses those are for when she goes to the I know, right? <laughs> but actually, she probably could go to them and tell her candy bars. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. They oh. would be even like, you know. That's a great idea. Really cool if they gave out some Electric City Sweets. I know. Right? Definitely. So yeah, so Halloween as a kid and now as an adult has totally changed. But So are you dressing up for Halloween this year? We do every year. We do um, for our practice on Halloween. We everybody dresses up. The coaches dress dress up, and then each class of players has to dress up. So last year, um, one of the classes, I think it was the sophomore class last year, actually dressed up as me, Lindsay, and Gab. Oh, and they came into practice and like, you know, Lindsay and Gab carried gallons of waters all, all yeah. they had came in with a gallon of water. They had their hair up in a high bun to match me. Um, so yes, we have we are actually bought our costume already for this oh, year. I'm I can't give that out. Because normally it's like <laughs> the day before that you're like, Do you have anything yes. I could wear to practice? Yes. For Halloween? Last year I wore Jackson's Jackson's 
um, Space Jam jersey and hat. Oh, I was and just going to say, I was an alien last year. You're more than welcome to use <laughs> the The big blow up? No, I was oh, like, I oh. like blue hair and a little um, alien outfit. We did go as sharks one year, so I have a blow up shark costume. Oh, well, so. Mike has eyes that like, they're like, what are we going to be? You know, we're trying to figure it out. And I was like, well, can't you just be what like, you know, Lucas was the, the, the blow up rocket. They were like, oh my God, that's like so four years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, like how about the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders? Like uniform I got down at Cal ADS like about, two years ago. How about the Minnie Mouse That's that you had 20 oh, years ago that we all wore? Oh my God. I think we were Ronald Reagan one year. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. The president, I think were we big. were all yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember I, that. And when we were kids, though, like, it was like ladies. one store that you could get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The backwards lady. The backwards oh, lady. lady. The homemade costumes. Oh, it was all gosh. homemade stuff. Now it's like we're going to Amazon and everybody has to order a costume. I know. No, you know what even more pressure is? The trunk or treat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lots of pressure yeah. for the trunk or treat. I've gotten a lot of asks about trunk or treat this year. Oh, yeah. To sponsor trunks oh, and okay. things, and it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, yeah. I think it does make it safer for certain families that are worried about going door to door. To yeah. door. No, yeah. the theory is nice, but what I'm saying, like the pressure when oh, you yeah. participate in the trunk or treat. Or when you have to decorate De- the that's trunk. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like, hey, There's like do? decorating kits, mm-hmm. but then if you're Googling different ideas like what if you show up and somebody has the same idea mm-hmm. like now all the ideas are out there i was actually gonna um do an uber <laughs> i was gonna pretend <laughs> i was an uber i'm like my trunk's gonna be an uber since i just drive the kids all over the place <laughs> oh my god and i was like how can i what are you do gonna that? get out as an uber waters maybe i'll have oh maybe i could do like uber eats and then oh, uber. There you go. i know so what about you michelle are you de- are you gonna dress up um, and my dressing up, I'm still on the fence what my plans are for Halloween. Oh, okay. Let's talk about so. that. So Michelle <laughs> is a new dog mom. Yes. Bisco D, the dog. The, right. We call her, but we're calling her Bisco. Bisco. So are we going think- to incorporate her into your costume? Possibly. But I might go to a concert. Well, so it's all And leave her home? Well, that's the thing. I have to make sure I can travel with her. If I could travel, I'll take her with okay. me and maybe stay at a hotel that has, okay. you know, as well as dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could leave her alone for a couple of hours, which I haven't yet, but this whole new mommy puppy life is the detachment. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. She's obsessed with me. Yes, get it get it'll it get gets worse. worse. Oh my yeah. gosh! But when we the were morning. over the weekend, when we were up Elk Mountain, and they, the band was playing, um, <laughs> Michelle just kept going like. Oh my god! I think it's too loud. I think it's too loud. I was like, like, like blocking her ears. I was doing like earmuffs. She was like, <laughs> yeah, she was on the truck. I was like this earmuffs. And earmuffs she, was like, she was like getting, getting her, putting in her, in her coat, and like hiding her, like protecting her. And she peed at me. Oh. <laughs> then I was like holding her. She was like peeing. I'm I like, hate to um, say it. That's like, not going to be the first time. I think she just peed at me. The only time that happened. I was like, this isn't good. We got to get her out of here. Oh my gosh. That's definitely different. different She's so cute, though. Because you've had all the years. Yeah, so many years without having to take care of anyone but myself. So, but it's It's tough. Yeah, it's it's definitely an adjustment. Let's let's talk a little bit. You lived in the city, right? So, um, talk a little bit about the transition because you came back um, after COVID, right? When COVID hit, yeah. So that has to be a huge life adjustment it still kind of is a huge life adjustment I'm still trying to figure out my day-to-day and how suburban life works <laughs> oh my gosh. well you were um, in the city like right I was in the city school, right? yeah I went for college um I went to the fashion institute and um you know and then I moved to Miami for a few years right. so then you know through my 20s and then my 30s I moved back to New York 
So, um, yeah, I was there for quite a while and then COVID kind of hit right when I turned 40. So I guess a good 10 years, um, COVID hit and I kind of was kicked out thinking, oh, it's only going to be for like two weeks. So I took a suitcase and went out to (laughs) Nick's house, my brother. And, um, a year later, still living out of a suitcase, you know, but my company furloughed everyone and, you know, we were all still on our health insurance, which you know, gave us kind of reassurance that we would be going back to work. Um, but yeah, for for that full year that everyone, you know, for, two, you know, 2020, um, you know, was just kind of uh, living uh, out of a suitcase in my brother's house. Oh my all of my, and then eventually I had to move all of my stuff out of New York. So right. that's when I realized, you know, listen, I don't know, still paying New York rent and yeah. not being there was was a good thing. You know, I could have put a pile of money there and burned it, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the ground in front of me. So we went out and packed everything in a U-Haul and it fit in the corner of my brother's two-car garage, which was really cool. <laughs> you were like, I remember you're like, my life is in the in the corner of Nick's garage. Like, like basically literally. like my whole life, everything I It was like, is. you look at his big house and his garage and like my stuff was <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> so, um, you know, and then that circle of life with parents and, you know, um, you know, my parents getting sick and, and all of that. And yeah, so then I'm back, back to my hometown where we all live. And, uh, yeah, but the adjustment has been, um, it's just really difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, you still try to figure out, you know, everyone has families and kids and, you know, who, no one really goes out because that, you know, pandemic is still happening right. and nobody you know, goes so out sh- before 10 o'clock yeah or after 10 o'clock after you're used to like not going out before 10 yeah, o'clock but even like dinners and stuff like it's interesting downtown Scranton it's just different you yeah. know normally you see you know the hustle and bustle of people mm-hmm. like after work for a happy hour you know I would finish work working at home was another transition mm-hmm. so then you know my company then took me back on full-time then working at home and it would be like you know all right happy hour and What's everybody doing? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, no, you know, nothing. <laughs> like, oh, my no God, in my pajamas from working at home. Exactly. So, yeah, but you had yeah. the COVID adjustment, but then you also had the adjustment of how fast-paced New York City is compared to coming back to Scranton. And it's like, okay. Right. Yeah. Like, and you know what? Surprisingly, I kind of liked it. Yeah. You know, there was, there was something about being back here that was calming and... Right. You know, you it could be of, the timing of it too, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, like it could be now that you're in your forties and you kind of want need that. Well, yeah, like want to settle down and not be hustle and bustle. You know, I've always admired that you went out there and mm-hmm. you know going to New York and then going to Miami and like try different things and you know you really had so many life experiences. Um, you know, with work, personal, and um, that kind of you know is almost like a journey that got you to where you are today. So oh, for sure. you know, like. You worked for some big name companies. Uh, I don't know if you want to mention. Yeah, the sure. I, um, you know, I worked for Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, you know, when I was in Miami, I started working for Saks and then moved back to New York into their buying office, which was really an exciting time for me. You know, kind of that girl who always wanted to be in fashion, mm-hmm. and then you're working for like the mothership of fa- the fashion industry yeah. with you know, having meetings with all of these top designers. It was kind of um, surreal in a lot of ways. Um, you know, meeting them and, and watching them sketch art and fashion and um, mm. product to then, you know, for you to then as a buyer bring to life. So that was kind of cool. Then, of course, then see the sales of it and be like, wow, look at what I just did, you know. Right. Um, that. So that was fun. And then, yeah, and then um, Dylan's Candy Bar, which was another really exciting um, time when I worked for Dylan, um, who actually was my 
first job out of college, um, you know, and then in totality, I actually went back and worked for her for about 13 and a half years. And that was Ralph Lauren's daughter, Ryan. who I still to this day am, you know, friendly with. And yeah, still... I remember she was at your 40th birthday party. Yeah, like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, she's so sweet. And, you know, you just sometimes you think like, oh, all these like, you know, lifestyle of the rich and famous mm. sort of, but she is so down to earth and she's just a real person. And, you know, I think we just really bonded over the years. So how did you go um, from, how did you go from the, the fashion part of it to the candy part? What was that transition? So, well, Fashion Institute was where I went to school yeah. and, you know, my degree was fashion merchandising, which kind of is very broad and it's really more of the business side of fashion, even though I took electives that were design or creative or, um, you know, uh, art in a sense, art history and stuff. Um, so my first job, there was a bulletin board of job postings at FIT and there was one for Dylan's candy bar. And this was when she first launched. This was like the, the bottom of the inception of Dylan's candy bar before she was mm-hmm. like anything. And I just went and applied for an assistant buyer position and ended up getting the job. Um, I don't know if, you know, she liked me or who liked, you know, what it was. The hiring managers, um, they all came from FAO Suites, which was the candy store in FAO Schwartz at the time. So they all left there to help Dylan open Dylan's Candy Bar with her um, co-partner at the time, Jeff Rubin, who now owns It's Sugar, which is a really big um, candy store as yeah. well. He oh, yeah. left Dylan's and opened it Sugar. So yeah, Dylan yeah, and Jeff were like co-owners at the time, and um, yeah, and they just—I cool. I just was the lucky one that got picked. Right. And then I left her to move back here. I don't know if you guys remember, I moved back for like a short yeah. period of time oh, to work yeah. for the county. Yes. Or for Lackawanna County oh, as God, their director yeah. of retail when we were like in our twenties, and then. It was like, what am I doing? And that's when I took off and moved to Miami. <laughs> you were like, oh no, what am I doing like, back here? Uh. You know what? But you had like, seriously, that's like the lifestyle everybody wishes. Like if you could go back and say like in my early 20s, I wish I would have just moved a couple different places and experienced all these other areas. And you did it. Like, and yeah. you did it without like knowing what was going, mm-hmm. where it was going to lead you. Yeah. You know, having, kind of having that faith of like things are going to work out. Yeah. And you know what, too? I mean, I was always apprehensive to move. Like Miami was a big one. Mm -hmm. And I ended up meeting my boyfriend at the time down there and who was in law school. And I was like, oh, I want to be closer to him. Like that was really the reason why I was moving. It was not really my career. I think if I was thinking career at that time, I would have. So if you were if we're 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 doing this to kind of empower (laughs) young women, what would your advice be then? Um, (laughs) Follow your your heart or follow your career? Follow the pocketbook. (laughs) No, no, no. I would honestly say follow your career path because um you know after then moving to Miami and then going back to New York as an Mm. assistant buyer I feel like I missed a a like a long period of my career even though it was still in fashion and doing what I Mm. needed to do I should have been doing being a buyer you know five years before at Saks Fifth Avenue like I moved back as an assistant buyer at Saks when I should have already been at that level so there were you know and that even in terms of like my 401k and Mm -hmm. my retirement plan and all of you know that process you know there was just a large gap of of what I should have done I think at the time where 
all I was thinking was like, oh my God, follow my heart. I'm in love and I'm moving to Miami and I'm just going to like whoop yeah, it right. up. But I'm a true believer that you <laughs> definitely learn from all those mm-hmm. experiences. Oh, for right? sure. Um, as you look back. So now, so you moved back to New York, worked for Saks, then went back to Dylan's. Yep. And I was with Dil- at Dylan's then for about seven years and then left Dylan's um, at the time when I was um, honored with the top five under 40 in the candy industry, mm-hmm. which was a great you know, stepping stone for my career. Um, and then I elevated my career to Sugar Factory, where I was at for the past four years, um, who is another, you know, retail, right. um, you know, celebrity-driven retail environment that focuses on candy. And you've met, like, some really cool celebrities yeah, through all this. Like, like, I've met, a, yeah, I've met a lot of, a lot of different celebrities. Yeah, right. For I her, mean, it's like, oh, yeah, I know. know. We're like, 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 like I know. know something, and we're yeah. like, oh, my Michelle met, was it Jennifer Lopez? Was oh, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was like, and I went on tour so with cool. J-Lo yeah. for her, fi- <laughs> yeah. for her like, yeah, it's my party. Not, <laughs> that's no big deal. No big deal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I met her, though, like, actually met yeah. her. I mean, the whole time I was doing what I was doing, it was, uh, like, a VIP candy bar um, for her after party. Um, she wasn't really there. It's yeah. not like I was with her. But there was one, um, we were at the Forum in L.A., and I was setting up the candy bar. And I'm actually getting chills thinking because i like, bringing, bringing the yeah. memories back. And she walks over in her robe, and she was just, like, no makeup. Her hair was slicked back. It was wet. She must have, like, just showered or whatever. She walks over, stands right next to me, and she starts, like, scooping candy. And I was like... Oh my God, <laughs> Jennifer! <laughs> Jennifer, you said Jen- you called yeah. her Jennifer. Oh yeah, I was like Jennifer, and she was like, "Hey, you're doing a great job," you know. Um. <laughs> and so at the time, her and might still be her favorite candy are these mini little um, Reese's peanut butter cups that Gertrude Hawks used to make. I don't oh, even wow. know if they still make them, and I made sure that we had them there. So I said we have your favorite candy and it's from like a hometown chocolate company that, you know, I'm from Pennsylvania and it's, it's in my hometown. And she said, I love those. And she scoops them and, you know, puts them in a bag. And yeah, so that was really cool. Um, (laughs) And then the pandemic happened. But no, so then while you're working though, um, what made you, cause you started hide and I see first, right? So you had, that's, I mean, that's your fashion. So that's your fashion background. Yeah. So that was a funny story too. We were, um, we used to go to, um, Napa Valley um, in, in San, uh, San Francisco for a candy convention. And we would always go to Napa before the weekend before we would go to the convention. So we were up in Calistoga, which is northern wine country. And we're at a vineyard and I had no purse that was big enough. Now the iPhones ended up getting really big. So I had like a, the biggest one, the plus or whatever it was. Right. So I didn't have a phone that fit my or I didn't have a purse to fit my phone. So I was like holding my phone, trying to put it in my pocket, trying to hold my wine glasses. Like I couldn't hold my wallet and my phone. I didn't, so, and I didn't want to bring my work bag because it was so big. So I ended up saying to my girlfriend that I worked with, um, my coworker, and I said, you know, I'm going to go back to New York and I'm just going to design a handbag that I could take to the vineyard with me when I'm on <laughs> work trips. <laughs> And I was like, it's going to have a removable strap so I could like have a clutch if I'm at work and it could be easy and then right. it could be a crossbody if I need to go to the vineyard. <laughs> and she said, you are nuts. And um, up in Calistoga, it's very rural. And um, so I was thinking of what did I want the brand to be and look like? And I was like, hide. That sounds cool. And actually, I ended up buying a cowhide rug in Sonoma oh. on the square so I'm carrying the cowhide rug with the phone and the drinks. <laughs> and so that kind of was like, I was like, oh, hide. 
I could call it, and I was like, H-I-D-E, and then I came up with the H-Y-D-E-N-Y-C, or H-Y-D-N-Y-C with the, like, the cow head. Yeah. I I didn't know that story. I didn't either. Yeah, so that was it. And then when I went home and sketched it, I just brought it to, you know, a couple factories, and some of them were very um, expensive, and they said, oh, to do a sample of this, it, you know, it would be like $5,000. I'm like, $5,000? Like, and then I ended up finding a factory in New Jersey and just ended up working out. And yeah, yeah. So then But I, like using your background in fashion yeah. and really probably what you learned um, like when you were in school. Yeah, and but even of- at um, Dylan's and, and Sugar Factory and even at Saks, you know, product development is a, is a big part right. of a buying career. So you know, in terms of product development, it's it's taking something that's already out in the market and just kind of making it your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that was kind of, I guess, another learning through career. And, you know, of course, FIT, there's a lot of learnings through your right. courses. But, yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. So then you were like, oh, well, maybe I'll just start a candy company, too. <laughs> so, yeah. So then the <laughs> pandemic hit, and I thought... Um, you know, well then I, I launched my second line with Hyde. Right. So I did, I was doing them, I'm doing them kind of like a mini, mini capsules. So it's like an in and out collection. Once it sells out, it's like on to the next. Which were, some of us um, are still a little upset about because we didn't buy the first collection and now we can't get it. I know. <laughs> See, a lot of people are, are saying now they want the camo. Uh-huh. So now that the camo is not available, mm-hmm. now they're like, oh, I want the camo. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll come back. <laughs> um, well, at least for, for you guys. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, over a pandemic, you know, I got furloughed from my, from my company and, you know, we're all on unemployment and we're just hanging out. And I thought, oh, may, you know, maybe I'll just start a, a company. <laughs> right, um, but knowing. You know, I do this, like right. I do it for everyone else. Right. Why not do it for myself? And, you know, make it a side project. And I just kind of was, I dreamt of, you know, for some reason, Electric City Suites kind of, um, you know, rang a bell. And it was, I was back in Pennsylvania and I'm thinking, you know, if I ever move back to Scranton or being back in PA, it just kind of made sense. And then um, a f- local friend of mine um, ended up doing the artwork so I worked with her. I gave her the whole creative direction of what I wanted to do in terms of my art and how I wanted the direction to look. And um, I got a photographer um, to do all of my photos. And yeah, it just kind of came together. And it's it's kind of been doing really well. So I'm excited. Well, that was how it. long ago? That was that was in 2001. I launched. So it was like about a year and a half ago. 21. 2021. And yeah. now I I want to say you're in like how many stores? Can you even count how many stores? I'm you're in, because in they keep popping over up. forty that's nationally. Awesome. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, I got yeah. in with a great hotel group um, who has um, you know really been kind of expanding it nationally. I'm in you know I just sent an order out to Wisconsin, which is like exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you know my focus is the northeastern Pennsylvania, which has been still continuing to grow. Um, yeah. Well, the Getting chocolate it. is delicious. Yes. And, and Michelle and I were out was it probably about six months ago, oh. maybe, or so, <laughs> yeah. um, at Cooper's eating dinner. And there was, what, 15 of us around the table. And all of a sudden, Eric, one of my friends, gets up and goes into the <laughs> store at Cooper's where Michelle has her bars. And he bought one of each flavor of bar. And we just kept passing them around the table. And everybody was trying them at the table. And it was like... Great advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's But right. they're delicious. The I kids mean, love them yeah. when you bring the bars over and they have a tooth testing. Yeah, so they're yeah. in multiple locations all over northeastern Pennsylvania, too. So What yeah. I love about the story is that you used your knowledge that you already, like, you you already acquired all this knowledge from working from other people, and then you invested it back mm-hmm. in yourself. 
right? Like that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, even and like, I mean, everything really is still a side hustle. You know, it's at this point. um, You know, and it is that still. You know, you know, working full time, but you know, self and you know, Mm -hmm. taking all. You know, everything like you said, all of your knowledge and and uh, reinvesting it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so who knows if it'll, if it'll, the longevity of it. I mean, I know there's, there's probably a lot of potential, maybe a lot in like corporate gifts that I haven't even tapped into yet. I'm getting some big, uh, accounts for this season, which is exciting. Oh yeah. Um, some hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exciting. Um, so, you know, it's just, you know, taking it day by day. I mean, I think to your point, when you started off talking about like moving back to suburban life and, <laughs> and how is that? It's, you know, it's like, I'm still just trying to figure this all out. You right. know, it's like but taking just, it one day at a time and, and that's like, just it. And kind one of trusting the process mm-hmm. and like knowing, like, so I'm really big on manifestation, right? Like when you, like, you know, like some, at some point you had to picture this in your head, you know, like of where you would be business wise, like being an entrepreneur of some sort, not knowing exactly what the product would be. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like we kind of all have that a little bit of that in us and the yeah. family. Well, we, we always talk about too, Jen and I always talk about how once you find your passion and you start actually going after those things that you're passionate about doing, you're much happier. Right. Yeah. And, and it doesn't and it's feel like, like fulfilling. Work, yeah. It right. almost feels like just like a hobby. Like yeah. it's like, cause it's like fun and you could be creative mm-hmm. and it is fulfilling. Yeah. And I do think, you know, my entry level positions, like with Dylan's for instance, you know, being that I was, you know, with her from the ground up, mm-hmm. I wore a lot of hats. So mm-hmm. even though my position title was maybe, you know, assistant buyer mm-hmm. or director of, you know, corporate buying, you know, or, or whatever it may be, you know, you see yourself getting into logistics and operations and, you know, kind of seeing the whole scope of how a business works. And, you know, and I mean, you have to have that entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. like background in any career, any profession to get yourself to the next level. I mean, you know, you don't want, you know, someone to have to micromanage you or, you know, you know, any of that. So think about how different that is than what this generation wants. This generation wants to get out of college and go make $150,000 a year. And like, you're talking about what you did. Like you went into entry level positions and got yourself involved in different things to, to help build your resume up and build your experiences up to be able to get to where you want to be, where I think nowadays they they kind of forget that step. They want, they want to go from zero to a hundred without having to do any of the work in between. Yeah. And I think, you know, with the evolve of the the internet Mm -hmm. and I, and now this like crypto and, and all of, all of the things that are happening right now in business, which are on another level and, you know, in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. for even me being out of like the hustle and bustle of the city and really being like in that world, um, you know, it's easy for them to do that in a lot of ways because it's like just, they go from college, like right up to where they need to be. But I think a lot of the corporate um, senior management positions that are out there that are hiring, they like to see that depth in a career Mm -hmm. and they want to see that you've started somewhere where that now that if you look back and you're managing someone who's in an assistant role, you've been there before. So you could kind of relate to how they, Mm -hmm. you know, where Mm -hmm. they were at. It's like, you know, you can, you can really manage a team in a better manner because you've already, you've been there at one point. Right. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Like yeah. walk in their shoes. So are yeah, you, are you yeah. taking on that role now? Could you be the next Dylan's and maybe offer some opportunities to young people that, that are interested in that field to come on board with you and like as interns, anything like that? Like, have you done any of that stuff yet? Or so I have that? thought about internships. I'm still, I'm still kind of um, figuring out if I'm going to 
take another, you know, management or leadership okay. role with a, a larger company mm -hmm. um, and then keep this still as like a side project. Um, the whole, the whole thing with me is, is that I self-funded everything. Yeah. So, you know, bringing other people on and having to actually support, mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I could, you know, I could do that. I don't, I would never want to take someone underneath me and not be able to give them yeah, right. the lifestyle or the quality of, of life that they deserve to have. So, um, you know, I wouldn't want it to be like, oh, I'm bringing you on, but then I can't pay you today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that would be, that would just be terrible. But, um, you know, but the, I think the potential is great. I mean, every, you know, all of my accounts seem to be pretty happy. There's a steady sell through for everyone, which is, which is great. And, you know, most of the accounts I walk into are, are pretty open to taking the brand. So, um, you know, expanding product is kind of the next, I think, okay. category. Um, kind of getting some some more products to kind of get out there. Pop chocolate covered popcorn, I think, is going to be one of yeah. them. Um, I'm doing that right now, um, possibly for um, corporate gifting for the holidays, which will be exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, where do you see? Um, so like what the hide, like where is that? So, are you so everyone's been asking for another line. So I'm I'm plan I'm thinking of it. Um, you know, it's not the camo. Um, but I definitely want to do another line with that. I mean, why right. not? Right. You know, it's something that's, that's fun. I mean, it just all comes down to money, 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 money. money, money. Yeah. Like, so, so what, what piece of advice maybe can you give as, as we're kind of wrapping up here to any young, we always, we always talk about the female population. So right. any young females oh, yeah. that are interested in going into this field or, or kind of, or maybe are a little bit nervous about leaving small town Dunmore to go into the bigger markets and, and, and try to pursue their chase their dreams. Um, I would say, I think the Dixie Chicks had a song, Wide Open Spaces. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually remember when I was driving out to New York, um, when I was going to apply at FIT and I didn't get in and I drove out there and I said, like, I got on a wait list. I need to get in. But I remember listening to that song and it's true. I mean, there's so much out there. Um, you know, if you have, you know, support, you know, from friends and family at home, they will always be here to come back to. Um, I would just definitely, t you know, even if it's for a year, six months, do an internship, you could always come home. Right. Um, and, you know, in terms of career, I would just say, um, you know, really follow your dreams, I guess. You know, it's, you know, if you really are passionate about something, I would just go for it. Um, you know, and see where it takes you, right. you know, like stay true to yourself, mm -hmm. stay grounded mm -hmm. because, you know, getting out into these like, you know, big cities, like mm -hmm. if you don't have, you know, a core group of friends mm -hmm. or if you don't have a, a family that's, you know, that's, you could, you could count on, you know, it could get really dicey out there. But, um, you know, I think if you stay grounded and you stay true to yourself, you could uh, really make something happen. So um, where could people find more information about Hyde, Electric City Suites? So I have two websites, um, electriccitysuites.com and hydmyc.com. Um, you can find, um, you know, all the product on both of those websites. Um, or um, on my Electric City Suites, there's a Find Us page that there's a laundry list of all of our wholesale accounts. And the same thing for Instagram. And Instagram, Facebook, it's all just HYDMIC and Electric And City I love Suites. the, um, for Electric City Suites, like all the different candy ideas mm -hmm. that you share. So hit Michelle up on social media Thanks. and you can um, always follow us. And Michelle, thank you for coming yeah. in today. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having and, me here. Um, in the new, in the new studio. studio. Right. 
You can find us on social media at Soul Sister Podcast on Facebook and Soul Sister Pod on Instagram. And Twitter. And Twitter.